Alright folks, welcome to Thursday, April 30th, 2020. Today felt like a busy day. I, I can't even tell you what I what all I did, but it just felt like a busy day. And uh, I think, the, and this may be, be me projecting, but I think I can start to see the wear on some of my students' faces. I think that, uh, you know, just trying to fill the time, having the lack of structure, uh, you know, not seeing their friends, staying inside as much as they have been, not getting the exercise, you know, the stimulation is just not there. And I think it's really starting to catch up with some of them. Now, again, like I said, that could be me projecting like me looking at my cat and thinking he's smiling at me when he's, you know, really just hungry. But I think that's starting to set in a little bit. Today being Thursday, we had that Zoom meetup, and if you haven't yet, you should definitely try and check it out. Uh, please follow me on Twitter, and I'll repost uh, the information there uh, so you can join in. And I guess what I want to discuss today is the theme of today's meetup, and that was what does student engagement look like now? So in this, in this learning environment, in this learning climate, what does student engagement look like? And this is important because we need to know if we're reaching our students effectively. Are we doing what's mandated of us, right, by our governments, by our boards, by our schools, by our principals, by, you know, the students themselves and, and their parents? Are, are we reaching those students? And in class, we have some measures to, you know, to gauge engagement, whether that's attendance or if they raise their hands or if they have their eyes up when you're talking or even just speaking to some of the students, you know, uh, while they're working on an assignment or something, we have some way of connecting with them because they're in our space and we're in their face and we, we can, we can see them, you know? Um, but those measures are no longer available to us. And this was brought up in today's meeting that attendance is not there, right? Like they keep talking about asynchronistic learning and, I think that that's this is one of the the effects of it, you know, being that we're not all learning at the same time. We're learning the same things, but not at the same time. And that really is an adult model of learning, and we're hoisting it upon children and asking them to 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 be successful. So I don't know. And I think what it really boils down to is that we often look at education from our perspective uh, through a lens that suits our stated outcomes. Like, what do we need to achieve as teachers, as governments, as schools, as principals, as superintendents, as anybody involved in the organization of education, more so than we look at it from what's in the interest of students. And the only way we know what the interest of students is, students is, is by asking them, right? And I think we often we often provide that direction for them so i think i think it i think it's an important topic to think about and you know a lot of people had a lot of great ideas about how to answer this question like are they showing up to the meetings are they doing the work that's asked of them are they conversing you know are they in in any sort of medium are they blowing up the you know the text chats are they are they just taking over the video conferencing are they just you know are they are they conversing with with you and with others, right? And then the the other question too that sort of underlies all of this is how are we empowering students in this learning environment? What came up at, sort of near the end was that there's a lot of data that needs to be mined in order to get some metrics on student engagement. And I don't know what data is being collected, and I don't know what the definitions of student engagement are on the end are are on that end of you know like so what? What does the data say? data can say anything if you want it to, right? And 
And what are the questions that we're asking of that data? And that, that I don't know. So anyway, I, uh, I, I raised my virtual hand today because I, I had an idea and I, I, I think what we need to do is start asking students what they want. And I think I've touched on this before, but I really think that we need to get them to define what success looks like, what engagement looks like, you know, what are their interests? What, what would make them engage with this time? What would make this time valuable to them? And we're lucky in that many of the structures that were once in place are no longer there. We need to take advantage of this. We don't have as much of a drive uh, in terms of, you know, standardized testing or bell times or access to resources within the classroom. Uh, you know, think certain structures have been removed and there are lots of advantages that can be taken from that. And so I think it really is up to us to allow students to define their own terms for success and engagement. Now, this is going to take some doing because students aren't used to this, right? And I don't think teachers are used to this either. I don't think we, as much as we'd like to believe we do, we don't define what success is for us. We don't define what it means to be a good teacher. We're working on somebody else's standard. And students, likewise, are working on somebody else's standard. You know, and while we are kind of the buffer between the curriculum and the ministry of education, you know, and the students, we, we, we stand between them. We also are a filter, right? And so the information that we put out is the information that we're getting in. So I, I, I think we need, we need to look at that and allow sort of a, a bottom-up transition, right? I think, you know, it's, this is going to be tough because as educators, we believe that it is our job to know what education is. It is our job to know what how to educate students. It's our job to support student success. And this is the last one, is student, supporting student success. This comes from understanding what students define as their own success. And with the definition of what education is, is changing, while it's changing, and the evidence of that has never really been clearer than if, you know, just signing into your computer at you know at your home desk to teach your students we, we can't we can't just sit on this opportunity like we have with climate change we need to act on it you know we need to actually do something with this opportunity that we're given because it's it's right in front of us and there there are lots of opportunities that lie before us it's we can ask ourselves questions like how can we structure learning how can we restructure learning sorry how how are students capable uh like without us as teachers present, um, you know, how can we give students more control? How can we support students and not teach students, right? So I think we need we need a little bit of a mind shift here. And today, you know, I, I got a lot more questions than I do answers, but I think it's important that we consider what our purpose is when we're teaching now and into the future. And like, what whose motives whose motives are we really serving when we're when we're in the classroom or when we're teaching? And I think those are questions we really need to, we really need to, to consider. Anyway, I guess my question for today is, uh, who is the one student, past or present, that you know would do a better job at this than you could? And what advice would you ask of them? Right on, folks. Tomorrow's Friday, so that means we're at the end of the week. I hope that it's been a good week and that you're ready for, for the weekend. I know I certainly am. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.